Connor Daly is just a great personality for the sport, an ambassador for the sport, frankly, that uh, a personality, here we go again, that needs to be exposed more so uh, by IndyCar. And Crasher, we don't need to get into that no, right we now. Because we, uh, we need to get into this I've interview. I've said my piece on that <laughs> yeah, many times a, on social media. Uh, yeah, just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freak Nation is Connor Daly, IndyCar Series pilot, joining us here in the Freak Nation, which, by the way, the last 24, 48 hours for the guy, it's been some news. He cut his mullet. Regardless, it's Connor Daly here, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. And you typically know what you're going to roll into. It's not a typical interview. Like, it's, it's great you drive a race car, uh, but that's secondary when you roll in the Freak Nation. Now you're in our business. Evidently, you've been doing a podcast since you're like 16, come to find out. But now you're tied in with uh, Dirty Mo and Dale Earnhardt. Has that helped you blow this thing up now with your podcast? It's been awesome, honestly. Um, and, and I did. I, I, I've always wanted a podcast, and like anytime I've been on people's podcasts, like I, I just enjoy. Like I, I like what I do, right? And I like this sport, um, and so like I like talking about it. Oddly <laughs> enough, like like you guys, you guys like motor racing, I assume. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, just and, a little bit. yeah, exactly. So it's just kind of cool, and like I've always just tried to be like really honest with people. I feel like there's a lot of drivers in 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 racing nowadays that like it's very much. You know, you say what you need to say, you say what you're probably paid to say, and then like, that's it. And then, you know, realistically, there's a lot that you don't know, but mm-hmm. like we know, and like, I'm like, I just try to share it with people <laughs> and like try to share it with people like in, in a way that still doesn't get me fired, but uh, in a way that like, there's definitely a level of being honest with people that I think we can get to that's still like respectful to our sponsors, series, sport, all that stuff. What it's doing for you is taking your Twitter account and your Instagram account, but 242 characters, what is it? Oh yeah. Whatever it is now. And you're able to expand on that to to bring that brand of Connor Daly that we know outside of that little freaking tweet. Yeah. I mean, exactly. And like my, I have a problem of talking too much. Yeah. Guess what I can do on the podcast? Talk as really much as I want. So I still have to, one of our reviews I did read recently is like Connor does talk a lot. And I'm like, I, yep. All right. I'm going to try to maybe back that down here, but <laughs> it's something that like, I just, I like, I enjoy talking about racing. I, I love IndyCar racing. I may, I'm, I was a fan first. I had all the merch, you know, I got the autographs of all the drivers when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to the Indy 500 every year as a fan, you know what I mean? I went to as many IndyCar races as I could as a fan. So, um, you know, for me, I think there's been a lot of, you know, great reception from folks that maybe didn't follow IndyCar as closely until we got under the Dirty Mo Media, you know, label. And then now they're like, oh, yeah, like we appreciate the kind of look inside the IndyCar world. And maybe it's help them get some more viewers. Who were some of the guys that you seeked autographs from before you were a driver yourself? <laughs> I want to know whose merch you had. I mean, everyone, really. I had the programs at the Indy 500 every year. I have a Billy Boat signed golf ball. I have a uh, basically the entire like 1999 field on a program. I mean, I, I, I had everyone's autographs. I had everyone's die cast cars. Um, for the longest time, like I really liked the Conseco car, AJ Foyt the fourth, you know what I mean? I thought I, I got the cars cause they look cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I was, and I was a big underdog guy. So like, I was always like cheering for the folks that were barely making it into the race. 
because I was I like that's why I started cheering for the Bengals when I was growing up because they won no oh, games. And oh. I'm, a, I'm a Colts fan first, obviously, Indiana guy. But I was like, you know what? They didn't win any games mm-hmm. back in the day. So I was like, I'm going to support <laughs> the team that don't win. And um, now they do, thankfully, which is cool. But uh, I, I was that was that was kind of who I was all about. And I love that's what I loved about racing, too, is like whenever there was a cool underdog story, it was like, oh, I like that. So where is that merchandise? I mean, that could be your background <laughs> with your podcast basement. now. Yeah. No, but that could be like behind you, the Conseco car. I don't have enough room in a house yet for that. I, I I just live in a modest condo and like there's way too much stuff in my parents' basement. I know where it all is. Like we went through it at Christmas time and it does exist down in the basement. And they didn't make you throw it away? No, no, no. They okay. kept everything, okay. which is cool. So uh, eventually, you know, when I... Uh, hopefully become slightly more successful and I can build a house or I can buy a house of sorts and there's a little bit more space. Maybe we start creating a little racing room. Yeah, but hold on. The, what you guys have done over the last many years with roommates and, and whatnot, do you really want to live on your own when you've got all these guys that you have so much fun with? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, I would never live with anyone else ever again. Yeah. Unless, you know, yes. unless I find a happy lady to be married to eventually. I don't know. But it's it's uh, I, yeah, I mean, I've lived by myself since 2018 now. So like, I've, I've definitely, okay. definitely very much okay. enjoyed that part of my life because I went through the roommate period. Great time. But we progressed into adulthood a little bit more. And now I'm living by myself. We don't grow up. I know. I well, I said I had this conversation the other day. Like I kind of still like being a kid, but like I'm 30, so like I gotta be an adult too. <laughs> Connor Daly, IndyCar Series pilot, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Let's go back to that basement or attic where all your gear is. <laughs> I recently cleaned out my storage, and lo and behold, I forgot that I saved every freaking love letter from every freaking oh, chick did. since I was 16. That's I respectable. Saw them all. It's gnarly. Do you save something crazy like that that you might go, oh, I don't really want to share that with people that I saved all these love letters? <laughs> well, I didn't get a lot of love letters, honestly. Uh, ginger diabetics with bowl cuts were not really popular uh, growing up, but uh, you know, we, we tried hard. And uh, it was, I think there's a lot of, I would say, random stuff that my mom keeps, Like, mm-hmm. but I don't even know that she keeps it. She's like, oh, look at this. I'm like, what is that? And I mean, but it's. It's something for her. I mm-hmm. think it's more it's more enjoyable for my mom to keep things. And maybe someday I'll figure out what is all down there. But uh, I know that there's definitely a lot of diecast cars. I can promise you that. <laughs> Time out. What is the name of your podcast again? It's called Speed Street. Okay, I think you, I think we Street. just found a new name. Ginger diabetic with 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 bowl, bowl cuts. cuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a segment. What's well, a segment? <laughs> <laughs> then yes, that's a segment. It brings back the old days, and you can yeah. tell people about your old times. Because it could be discussion. We with... had a glow up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could bring up discussions where it could go from hair to diabetes to redheads, all you kinds go, of stuff. Yeah, you could. You know, you it's could go. just proof anyone can make it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just live your dreams, kids. No matter where, no matter where you start. Perseverance. Yeah, perse- Who is? I the- literally have a wristband that says "persevere" on it now. <laughs> my lady made that for me. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." My lady. <laughs> my lady. <laughs> oh my God. Who's the sexiest redhead out there, male and female? Scott Dixon. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's just it, it's it's not only because he is uh, you know looks like an elite athlete. I mean, he's as successful, really the most successful, um, and he's got an incredible family. I assume his children are going to start multi-billion dollar companies or be the best in every sport that they pursue. Okay. Over Andy Dalton. 
Yeah. Jeez. Oh, no, 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 Andy no, no. Dalton. Yeah, but okay. But, it's but we're a talking, sad story. Yeah. Well, okay. okay. Being a fan, but we're talking like, oh. NFL. We're talking NFL. True. We're talking racing. So, yeah. I mean, Andy Dalton I do does have, have some multi-million dollar contracts there. I do have an Andy Dalton signed jersey. Of course I do. you do. Oh. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, we got to, as a brethren of, of redheads, it's it kind of right. makes sense. Is that a is that a family thing? Meaning, do redheads look at? You know, like other minorities think, oh, man, there's a, there's a redhead over there. Let me, let me bond with him or her. <laughs> I, no, I don't think nope. so. I mean, I, I respect uh, all my my fellow gingers out there. You know, I mean, I got this red beard in the sun for a reason. It's 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 to glean light and, and hopefully maybe collect some sun. I don't know. It doesn't do well for my skin, oddly mm. enough. I don't tan. Oh, great. Yeah. But, um, you know, everyone else can tan for me, I guess. I'll just burn. It's fine. <laughs> it's an interesting question, though. Do you do that with fellow white haired people? I'm just saying. No, because there's too many too many of us out there. Like, get tired hooking up with all the blonde white dudes, man. Blonde white haired dudes. Oh, you say blonde. Okay, blonde. got it. There's yeah. still some blonde in there. Grass a little credit. Yeah, yeah. respect. My God. Hey, let's talk a little bit of racing. We talked yes. to Will Power yesterday about the difference in qualifying uh, emotionally on a oval versus road course. Uh, let's give me Connor Daly's sphincter meter on a road course versus qualifying on oval specifically here at uh, WWTR. Well, I mean, qualifying in general in IndyCar right now is um, it's insane. Like it's, it's, you got to be the best, like you're competing up against some of the best, best drivers that have ever really driven race cars at the highest level. And especially when you're going up against willpower and qualifying, Um, you know, one of the things that like really, honestly, one of the small highlights of my year this year was, uh, was Indy GP in August, like, we were P1 in, in Q1 and like it, we like we beat power in Newgarden. And I was like, pretty good. I, I, I was like, I felt like a good lap. And like even Will afterwards was like, yeah, man, like I, I, I thought that was the most I got out of it. I was like, oh, all right, well, sweet. You know what I mean? He's got 67 poles. And I, I was like, <laughs> I have won. So it's it was cool to hear that from him. And, and, and when you do qualify well here, it feels really good. But on the ovals, for sure, it's it's you kind of have what you have, like. There, there's there's one window that's going to be fighting for pole and and there's another window that's basically like give everything you got to kind of just be the best you can be. You know wow. what I mean? I think there are a few cars here. Certainly, like you see there was a lot of cars in the same tenth of a second, like twenty five point zero, twenty five point one. And then there was the next echelon, which was like in the 24s. And so there was kind of like you're fighting for the smallest amounts on the on the ovals. And on the road courses, it's still very close, but yeah, you're not going to magically find two or three tenths. You're kind of just getting getting the best. It's you can more out of driver it. on a road course, obviously. <sighs> oh, I don't. I, oh, I wow. maybe wow. yes, but but not not in today's current era because everyone is good. Everyone mm-hmm. is so good, and 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 it just that's why it's such a team effort. Like the the car and the driver have to be one, and when you are. You can be P1 or you can be in the in the fast six. You know what I mean? So it's everyone is so good at this level that, you know, it's kind of not you're not all of a sudden going to launch yourself forward because of your talent. It's like everything has to come together. Do we need more? I found that there was a lot of success this year with that Indy NASCAR crossover weekend. Do we need more of those? And can we get more of those at some places? Gosh, I hope so. I think I, I think it's great. Um, I mean, I love to see all, you know, all motorsports succeed, whether it's Formula One, IndyCar, NASCAR. Um, but, uh, you know, will it, will it ever happen? I don't know, but I, but I, I, I certainly 
I enjoyed being at the track with everyone in NASCAR. I, I think it was great to see a lot of people that I don't get to see very often. You know right. what I mean? Because they're on their schedule. We're on ours. Yeah, you're busy. And honestly, it's just, it just feels like we're bringing everyone together, mm -hmm. which is yes. cool. And, and I think in the end, like there's a lot of these, a lot of our fan bases kind of get very defensive of our own regions, but I'm like, why? Like I love all motorsport. Like I'm a NASCAR fan. I'm a Formula One fan. I'm also an IndyCar fan. Happen to be a driver as well, but like I, I, I support it all, and and I think that's kind of I wish I wish people more people had the approach like that. Yeah, in January we're watching the Chili Bowl, we're watching Supercross. Yes, yep, love I mean, that. Next weekend, of course, you guys are in a Rolex twenty four or whatever. Exactly, yeah, Le Mans. exactly. Everyone wants to watch it. Yeah, you're gonna watch drag racing. You're gonna watch. I mean, yeah. So if there's a way to marry them, because in essence, kind of like what I was getting at with the Andy Dalton thing earlier, we are competing against stick and ball together oh, as yeah. a racing family. So we got to help each other. Yeah. Someone's got to watch something too. So you might as well turn on motorsport. I mean, it's, yeah. it's one of those things like even, you know, today the race at, you know, here in St. Louis, it's right after the Xfinity race. And mm -hmm. it's like, literally just leave your television on. If you're a race yeah. fan and you watch the Xfinity race, you're probably going to find some enjoyment out of the IndyCar race too. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So it's something like that. I just, I, I, I do love what NBC is doing. Honestly, like they promote our races during the NASCAR races and like, that's awesome. Yeah, I do. And I just, I, I think that, I think they definitely do a great job. It's just, we have to get to that next level of people just knowing that there's an IndyCar race happening.